0: Hey Europe, this is Musible.com calling. The best source for news and blogs about the Eurovision Song Contest. If you're looking for a new Eurovision experience online, you should visit us. Our editors have a wide variety of content for you to enjoy, from up-to-date news stories and interviews to fun and interactive quizzes. So if you want to know the latest news or just find out what Eurovision country best suits you, we have it all at Musible.com. You are listening to a special episode of Eurovision Legends, where I, your host Emil Lovström, invites some of this year's participants. Today, we're going to get to know the singer from Poland, Rafal, who will compete in the second semi-final with the song "The Ride." And off we go. Oh, oh. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Rafał (laughs) Brzozowski.
1: Fantastic, thank you so much. (laughs) Was it right, pronounced? It was great. My name is Rafał Brzozowski, but I know it's very hard to say that, and you sound good with this. Ah,
0: great, great.
1: How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Today is a busy day, a lot of work, some interviews, and uh, a lot of... stuff but i feel a spring uh, around me so i feel love and passion and some kind of you know this little bit tense in, in in the air
0: yeah uh to get you know you better i thought we could warm up with some quick questions what do you say about that of course i'm ready First memory from the Eurovision Song Contest.
1: First memory is uh, Polish uh, singer Edita Gurniak. Uh, she, take, uh, she took uh, second place. It was in 90s, so this is my first memory about Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah, in 1994, a great song. Yes, of course.
0: Name three songs from previous Eurovisions you really like.
1: Of course, Rise Like a Phoenix, Conchita Verse. I love uh, the song of Salvador Sobral. Uh, I don't remember the title right now. And uh, very classic, Waterloo. First uh, a big hit of Abba. This is really amazing. You know, there was like 70s and it starts a big, big a pop uh, and disco sounds
0: artists that have inspired you the most
1: i love michael buble um his activity and his talent and performing so he's one of my favorite what are you doing in 10 years i've probably tried to rest a little bit about this hard time and work (laughs) (laughs) what's the best thing
0: with poland
1: I think a society and uh, the country uh, that we have everything, mountains, uh, sea and uh, lakes and this heart of Polish people.
0: If you would move to another country, which country?
1: I think somewhere where it's uh, a little bit warm, but not so warm. So maybe Spain or Italy, but I like Scandinavian countries a lot also like uh, Sweden or Finland.
0: Last question. If you would compete for another country in Eurovision, which country would you pick?
1: Wow, that's a hard question, but maybe Great Britain? You survived the first part. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still alive. I'm still alive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For the Polish audience, you're not unknown. Your music career started in 2002 with the TV show Żan Sana Sukces. And since then, you have released several albums. And in 2012, the year after you participated in The Voice of Poland, you got a smash hit with the song Tak Blisko.
1: Yes, yeah. Shall we take a listen to the song? Of course, if, if it's possible. I'm so excited. <laughs>
2: Let's go.
0: Great song. Yes. I love this song.
1: Oh, right. That's, that's very nice. But it's almost 10 years ago, like nine years ago.
0: Yeah, I know. I believe you really should make an English version of it because I think it could be a smash hit in Europe.
1: I tried and it was uh, some kind of idea uh, with Universal Music because I had a contract with them. But the composer didn't want to do that. I don't know why he just uh, behaved a strange because it's not my song, it's uh, one of my friend, my best friend's song. And I talk with him about aversions in English. I say to him that maybe people will love that. And there was a lot of opportunity and chance to do that. But he didn't want to do that. I don't know why. And he blocked a little bit. Just maybe, maybe in the future. It's a good idea, Emil. Thank you so much.
0: This became a huge success in Poland. Were you prepared for the success that
1: followed the song? I'm, i I just dream about it, and I think. I think in my. I was just thinking all the time in my mind that to do something like that, to create a situation like that. But it was really huge, and I. I can. Um, I remembered those days, and that. It was really surprising me every day that all the radio stations are playing my songs. Everybody, everyone wants to to, to talk with me, you know, everybody just are happy. Come on, Rafael, go to this place and say something about the song and about this. So I've been prepared for that, but not so big for such a big success in this period of time, of course, in like almost 10 years ago.
0: In 2017, you ended up in the pre-selection for Eurovision in Poland.
1: Yes. Tell me, was this your first try? Yes, it was. In 2017, it was my first try. Yeah, 2017, first try.
0: The song was Sky Over Europe?
1: Yeah.
2: Can't you see? Over Europe, the sky is burning. Welcome to
0: 18 points you ended up in second place, and Kasia Moss got the honor to represent Poland and Kiev with a flashlight. In retrospect, do you think your song would have been a better choice?
1: We tried to do a ballad uh, with the situation in this and circumstances in Europe with all those peoples, you know, coming from around, uh, around the Another countries, it was a dangerous situation and different situation in Europe. So it's, it was about the situation and what we have in the countries uh, in this period of time. I'm not, I'm not so sure that maybe it's a better choice, but I was really happy that I took a part and I took a second place. Of course, it was my dream to go to Kiev, but i didn't i didn't make it
0: instead you got to travel to tel aviv in 2019 when you were a part of the polish jury in eurovision
1: not exactly i was a polish jury but we were sitting in in warsaw at studio i was yes sitting there for three days and we didn't we didn't make it to to go as a jury to tel aviv
0: your favorite in the final was the song zero gravity from australia
1: Yeah, I love it. It was really amazing. Uh, I was impressed about the idea of the song, because um, I'm also a performer, so I really enjoyed that. And I really uh, was surprised uh, how uh, how they uh, sing in, uh, in the air, you know, so gently with the clear voice. It was really really hard to sing when you are in the air, you know, and I really impressed, it was really an impression for me.
0: This year you have the honor to represent your home country in Rotterdam. Uh, the choice was internal. How did it all happen?
1: I think uh, about the pandemic situation uh, that this contest didn't make it in uh, last year, you know, and uh, everything goes to Rotterdam this year, but the EBU uh, decided to change the songs. Uh, So my TV stations, uh, they decided to choose with the best song that they think about this year. So they asked a few artists to send them uh, some kind of proposition for the Eurovision Song Contest. And that's why, because uh, I started to create my album uh, for my 10th anniversary of solo career this year. So I decided to do a lot of work and I asked my friend from Sweden, uh, Thomas Carson, to maybe f- to find a-, a song for me. And they sent me those proposi- this proposition of the ride. I love it so much. And then I sent it to my uh, TV station for my proposition and they decided to give me a chance for, for being a contestant this year.
0: Do you know any other Polish artists who tried out?
1: Yes, I I know, but I think it's uh, not a public uh, situation, and, they, and I'm not allowed to tell this because it was the decision uh, in the inside the TV. So I know about few artists, but. It's not official, so I can't tell about the names.
0: Uh, I, totally I totally understand, I totally understand. But I yeah. know from a previous episode, because I talked to Edita Gorniak, yeah. she was very eager to compete again. So I thought she maybe submitted anything.
1: Yes, but I know Edita very well. Uh, she's one of my friends, and she's a really great person and great personality. And uh, she didn't mention about it so uh, you know maybe you know something better than me
0: <laughs> <laughs> we skipped that uh, the yeah. song you are competing with is titled The Ride and it's composed by four Swedes it's Joachim Evrenius Thomas Karlsson that you mentioned before Clara Rubenson and Johan Mauritson.
1: yes so this is like international uh, right now cooperation with um, Polish artists and Swedish guys I, I'm, I'm really happy for that because this is a different thinking of the show business and of course songs. Uh, I decided to do that because uh, now it's time for something energetic, you know, something really, something really, really great because of the, the times that we have right now. You know, that it was a pandemic situation. Uh, people wanted to go for the concert for the party they don't have.
0: Yeah. And I talked to Joachim Evrenius today and he... Yes, yes. really? Yes. Super. And he said that when Polish TV selected the song, it needed to be rearranged and have a key change to suit you better, since the demo was sung by Clara Rubenson from the beginning. Was this how the song was presented for you?
1: They wanted to send me to to learn, just to learn the song. And of course, uh, man voice uh, and female voice are just, uh, you know, a difference. And you need to change the key. It was like D minor, now it's in a B flat. So it was a, a changing of all the arrangements because all the instruments are going down and you need to focus to have the same energy you know with the song so this is different i think uh, joachim did it very great and very well to uh, to to keep the spirit of the song uh, even better
0: we take a listen to the ride i'm
1: shocked so let's
0: ride the production is a flat with the 80s with lots of synths and as much energy as possible and you recorded the music video for the song in the museum of neon in warsaw yes and this video is a happy pill
1: all right thank you we we thought about the neons in the song because the text is about uh, the right is simple the right but it's not about just the right the right of life and uh, now, we thought about the neons that are very characteristic for uh, Polish guys uh, in early 80s because the sounds are from 80s and uh, we have different situation in the history of Poland in 80s and uh, the neons was something fresh and new something brand new and I remember that I was a kid little, little small boy and uh, I've I, I seen those neons many times and it was something incredible for me you know something unique that's why we want to have uh, this in the video to say that we are modern countries and modern music uh, with classic style and uh, we are and we we not forget about our history
0: How much inspiration from the video will you bring to the stage in Eurovision
1: I think uh, this is good idea to com- compare everything and and combine I think uh, with the choreography with the energy singing live of course some idea of creations uh with the image from the video clip but i think uh, a lot of uh, stuff is to do to create uh, a new reality and of course uh, that we uh, we create new uh, visuals and visualization for the song and they are part of the video clips but not every just a few of them few characteristic stuff and uh, style and of course we want to have those neons also end up performing. Yeah, you know there uh, because we can take this place to the Rotterdam. So in in the production, so ne- so we need to just record some stuff, and that's great.
0: Yeah, that's great. What will you wear
1: on stage? Had you decided? Uh, you know, we need to record the show in this Saturday to send to Rotterdam. Like, we wanted to do that. And I have only three days for that. So I use a lot of uh, image and a lot of of, um, inspiration from the video clips. So I probably try to look very similar to that, but not uh, every time with uh, my uh, sunglasses, of course, because it's different if you sing live. You need to show your eyes and, and to say hello to Europe. And of course, uh, I think the dancers are in different uh, suits and stuff, so on. So on. I think it will be really, really curious situation about the stage.
0: Have you listened to your
1: competitors yet? Yes, of course. I love uh, Switzerland. The song is amazing and his performing is really great and if he, he would do that the same live, I'll be really surprised and really I enjoy that. I love San Marino, I love France, but I'm really surprised that a lot of artists are, uh, they they have a ballad this year. So I'm really surprised for that, but I love ballads still. <laughs>
0: You will perform in the second semi-final on the 20th of May. Are you nervous?
1: You know, I'm not feeling those sense right now because we don't know exactly yet if it comes. You know, uh, we want it very much and I'd love to do that. But, you know, about this pandemic situation, you you can't uh, say for sure, for 100% that you will be performing. That's why we send those uh, video clips and our performing from our countries. Exactly. So I think um, if they just try to give me information that we are going there, then I start to think about a big contest. And But I want to really to have fun there. With my song, with, to, with the community, with the people, I'm so happy to meet a lot of artists from another countries. So this is some very this is very big, and I can't wait to be on the stage. And that's it.
0: Poland started out great in Eurovision in '94 with the one and only Dita Gorniak who came in second. But since the debut in '94, Poland has only reached top ten twice. It was in 2003 with Ich Troje.
2: And 2016
0: with Michal Szpak What is your secret formula to change this poor result for your country?
1: Oh, that's a hard question, but I think all about the music and, of course, to be yourself on the stage, to have a, a lot of passions on the stage. And uh, if you combine the choreography, energy and the great song together, it can be everything. And uh, I don't have a one clearly idea how to do that. You just need to be yourself and focus on the the best performing uh, you can do. And that's it.
0: If you bring home the contest to Poland next year, which city do you wish to host it?
1: Oh, I think we have a lot of great um, cities. Uh, For sure, capital Warsaw, but Krakow is great. And also Gdańsk. And we have one uh, great show in Glivice uh, with Junior Eurovision Song Contest. So, I don't know. It's not about in my power, I think.
0: I know you hosted Junior Eurovision last year. Would you like to host a big one, too?
1: Of course. <laughs> you know, this is some kind of magic situation. If you stand, uh, if you are standing there and you say, hello, Europe. Good evening, Europe. and very, uh, we are very welcome to Warsaw, capital city of Poland and so on and so on. So uh, this is really amazing. Many times I've seen those hosts and they're just, you know, fun and really happy to do that. And uh, one day I say, oh, can I do that? And suddenly they give me a chance opportunity to call host with Ida and the Malgosia Junior Eurovision Song Contest. And it was a great pleasure. And this is a great chance or p- opportunity to see from behind Eurovision how to do that and perform that.
0: Before we say goodbye, Rafael, what would you like to say to all my listeners?
1: I'd like to say that please be happy wherever you are and... Uh, Hope to see you in Rotterdam. Uh, I'm sending a lot of hugs here and greetings from Poland. I'm so happy to sing on this big stage. And let's go with me, with the right guys. And thank you, thank you so much. Good luck in Eurovision, Rafal. Thank you Emil so much, it was a pleasure to meet you this way, maybe we can meet in Rotterdam. Lights are beating down the rainy street, all the faces that I need, tell me I'm wrong. A bride staring at the neon signs, making up a storyline, got hold
2: on, thank you. Oh, baby,